0: Welcome back to the Irresistible You podcast. This is episode 187. Today, I am continuing my series called 10 Pounds 10 Times. This is a series where I document with you my personal weight loss journey to lose 100 pounds. I decided that I would be going in 10-pound increments, aka decades, to document how this is going and to also give it a more realistic uh, you know, <laughs> a realistic time frame because looking at a hundred pounds is like climbing a mountain and you need to have these little mini goals along the way. So that was why this series was introduced. And so today I am going to be giving you my current results, how things are going, what's working, what's not working, where I need to make some tweaks. And the topic for today's conversation is all around the fact that you guys, the time is going to pass. No matter what you're doing, the time will pass anyways. Whether you are spending your time feeling sorry for yourself, feeling fat and miserable, living under your wet blanket of shame, or you spend your time working on you, getting on your irresistible you journey, working to lose the weight, working on becoming a better version of yourself, whichever one you choose, the time will pass at the same rate, regardless of which path you decide to go down. So the question becomes, what do I want to do? How do I want to spend my time? Because no matter what, we're all getting older. The time is passing. The time is I mean, you guys know how fast the time just flies. So how do you want to spend your time? So that's the topic we're going to get into after I go through my little results and share with you what's been going on and all of that good stuff. So let's get into it. All right, you guys. So for those of you that are new here, my starting weight was in the 270s. I am Basing this weight loss journey on my last pregnancy in 2020 with my son, I got up to 270 something pounds the day of delivery. Um, I gained a ton of weight and I am currently, well, I don't want to tell you where I'm at because then it's going to give it away. But we have gone through the 270s, the 260s, the 250s, the 240s, the 230s once again. And I want to share with you my results for today. So when I stepped on the scale, I weighed in at 228 pounds. That is down 1.7 from last week. Uh, Last week we were at 229.7. So we are still trending down in the 220s. I will take it all day long. (laughs) And those of you that are really into the episodes and you really remember, I am playing catch up from about a month ago where I gained about 10 pounds. So I am about six pounds away from where that was starting. So we're doing a little bit of backtracking, but it's okay because that is what this journey is all about. This journey is going to be a lot of forward momentum. It's also sometimes going to be backwards and it's also sometimes going to be stagnant where you kind of plateau and you stay the same for a while. All of those things are okay. All of those things are okay. And all of those things are part of the journey. This weight loss journey does not begin at this place where once we make up our mind and we start charging forward that we just, you know, week after week after week, we see the scale going down. And understanding that the scale, the results, the weigh-ins, it's just one part of the puzzle. It is not telling the whole picture. It is telling a part of the picture. It's one tool. So if we look at the weight change, we're down 1.7. I'm down to 228. And, you know, I don't, I'm still in the 220s decade, which I'm glad to be back. Um, We got back in here last week. But the thing about it is my next little, like, mini goal that I set when I do these decades is I want to get to the safe zone, (laughs) guys are like what is she talking about so the safe zone okay so if you weigh 228 or 118 or 238 whatever okay and you were to step on the scale depending on the time of day depending on what you had to eat yesterday or this morning whatever depending on what you're wearing depending on whose scale it is right because certain scales they calibrate differently you're probably like, as in my example, 220, I probably could be 230 if I have my shoes on, if I weigh in at the end of the day, because we're calculating in those fluctuate fluctuations in weight that we do experience throughout the day. So I call the safe zone <laughs> like 225 and below, or like 235, 245, you get the drift, you get what I'm saying here. So, once I hit that 225, it's like, okay, if I had my shoes on, if I ate a little bit more sodium yesterday, if I had a big meal yesterday, or whatever, or I get on the doctor's scale, that's not my scale, chances are I'll probably still be in that decade. So, I call that the the safe zone. So, we're not quite there yet, and... You know, I don't base my weekly goals on weight numbers. I don't say, okay, this week I have to weigh, you know, 225, which means I have to lose three pounds. You guys know that have been here that I base my goals on actions more than I base them on end results, because the actions that I take every single day are the things that I get to control. Okay. That I have full control over that. I really get to decide, am I going to get the walk in every day? Am I going to do the, tra- the tracking every day? I don't know. We'll find out. So that is where we're at. So we're still going down the scale, which is the goal, right? Obviously that is the goal, but it's one piece of a bigger story. And I have kept things very simple this time around as far. And I, and I usually do this, like when I get back in the game, is like, keep it very simple as far as what the little goals are for now, right? So the, the weight goal overall is we want to get down to 219 to get out of the 220s, okay? But the goals that I set every week are action-based. So for example, last week, again, my goal was track your food every single day, get in 100 ounces of water, and move at least 15 minutes a day with walking, Okay, I know I also had talked about like the weekends, too, because that was one of the points for me that I realized uh, I wasn't doing well (laughs) as that first week back is the weekends kind of gets it gets out from under me and I stop paying attention and I stop tracking and I stop thinking ahead of time. And, you know, I also had said last week that we were going to stay try to stay around 50 points per day because I am following in my Weight Watchers app to give me some kind of little parameters here. And while I feel good, and this is what's interesting when you start to change your perspective, right? Because so often the way you're taught, the way that's ingrained in you is the only way to feel good about yourself or bad about yourself is by The number on the scale. If the number is up, then I'm bad. If the number is down, then I'm good, right? That's the way you've been conditioned to believe, and it's not true. And so while I feel good about the weight loss, the number going down, I don't really feel good about my actions in terms of the goals that I set because I don't, I did not achieve those goals every single day, okay? And I'm not going to be, you know, down on myself or beat myself up. The time has passed. The week is over. What's done is done. But I also know continuing to not follow through with my goals and my actions at some point is going to cause the scale to stop going down, okay? And so I really, really, really have to tune in this week and get readjusted and recommit and say every single day we're checking in because the reason you get away from yourself, the reason you start putting on the weight, the reason you move so far away from the goals that you want for yourself is because you stop checking in, you stop being aware, you stop being mindful and you just find yourself pushing through the day because life happens. We know that's going to happen. Listen to last week's episode (laughs) case in point. And next thing, you know, the time has passed, right? And that's going to bring us to our topic in a little while about the time's going to pass. No matter what you're doing, the time will pass. No matter if you are tuned in checking in with yourself, marking things off your list, you know, crushing your goals or whether you are, you know, (laughs) checked out and living under your wet blanket and not following through with what you said you were going to do. So I don't feel great about my follow through with last week. So my goals were to track every day, stay under 50 points, walk 15 minutes a day and drink my water. As far as the walking goes, that just did not happen for me last week. I did not have, there's maybe like one or two days, right? I did not have intentional, I'm going to go put my shoes on. I'm going out for at least a 15 minute walk. I'll be back. That did not happen. After talking that through last week and my therapy, I, um, made a decision that what would be best for me is to, because there's all this guilt. Okay, so let's let's table that for a second. I'm going to write that down. We're going to get back to that. I'm going to talk about the walking. Okay, that's number one. Number two is the tracking. So I'm going to look back on, let's start at last Monday. We tracked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We got all the way through except for dinner. Um, Thursday. Oh, okay. We tracked mostly for the day, but it looks like some of my lunch is missing. I don't know what, Amy, what, what happened here? Um, Friday, we, we still, oh no, we did not put our dinner in for Friday. So we've got to go back and do that at some point. Um, and then we have Saturday, sadly. Sadly, Saturday and Sunday are empty, so I completely failed on that, (laughs) and I'm going to set that as a goal again for this week. Track seven days a week, no matter what, and my goal with the tracking for those of you just to give you a refresher is... I'm not looking to say, okay, you have 26 points a day. You better stay in that point range, girl. The point was we're getting back in. Tr- we're getting back in the game. Let's just get a view of what we're eating every day by tracking everything that goes in our mouth. And so that's been the plan. Um, this is going into week three. So week three, I've really got to buckle down and make tracking happen. I sometimes find that it's annoying. I find that I don't feel like doing it. But at the same time, (laughs) it's like, come on. At the same time, I have the time and the energy to scroll Instagram. I have the time and energy to scroll Facebook or look up some stupid shit on Google that I just randomly popped into my head. Are you guys like that? Because I'm like that. If I have time to do that, and it's all on my phone, I have time to open the Weight Watchers app and type in some food. For God's sakes, all we have to do is scan a barcode, okay? I have time for that. We are not doing 2002 Weight Watchers where we're busting out. the. Remember the books and the little folder? had like the little um, pleather folder that came with it, and you had your paper tracker for every single week. Girl, we're not doing that anymore. It is easier than ever. For us to be able to track our food doesn't have to be the Weight Watchers app. It can be My Fitness Pal. It can be a note, you know, notepad app in your phone. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. The point being, it's at our fingertips. The points or the calories or the fat or the carbs, whatever it is that you're tracking for yourself, that information is readily available in a Google search. So instead of Googling, you know, who's that actor that played in that movie? And the that, 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 girl, no, you need to get in there and Google what you're about to eat. It's not hard. Okay. And so when I set my goals for this week, I'm going to be more clear with myself and my intentions. And it's not track every day. Track seven days a week, Monday through Sunday, okay? Now, I also said I was going to stay within 50 points a day. Let's see how I did with that. So I'm going to just like average this out. And you guys that are watching on YouTube, remember I talked about this last week. I got one of those 90s gemstone (laughs) calculators, and I love it. It's so cute. So that is what I'm going to use real quick, and we're going to add – and do some averaging, and we're gonna find out. Uh, I think I know how that, what the answer to that is, but we will see. And again, what is disappointing about this is I'm doing this without the full picture, without the full data, because remember, that's another thing about tracking, is that it's giving us data so that we can make decisions to change where we need to change. All right, so. Since I didn't do the weekend, I did average Monday through Friday. And the average that I'm getting is 56. Okay. So a little bit higher than what I wanted it to be. But it's not far off. So just about 56 points. And I think last week I'd have to go back and listen. But I... Oh, there goes my earring. Um, I want to say last week it was like 78 or 8. It was a lot. It was a lot. So we did come down, right? We did come down in points. And here's the thing I want to say. In my mind, the story that I created about my daily points was, oh my God, I completely blew it. I went way over 50. Um, I I didn't stick to what I said I was going to do you're going to get back on this podcast, you're going to disappoint everyone because you didn't say what you were going to do and you went way over it, you blew it. And we create these stories without the facts and that is why you need to get on the scale. That is why you need to track your food and stop running away from what the results might be because if you don't know the results, you can't make changes. No one cares what's in your tracker. No one is sitting there giving you a gold star, right? Let me go back to like, this is not 2002 Weight Watchers where we got a gold star in our paper journal. No one is going to do that. You keep this information as a record because as time goes on, and maybe you do hit that plateau, and you can go back and look and see. What am I eating? What do I feel like needs to come out? What do I feel like needs to go in? That is the whole point of this, is not to be afraid of the data, but to use the data as data. It's, it's not good or bad. It just is. It's the same thing with the scale. Getting on the scale is not good or bad. The result is not good or bad. It just is. It's telling you a piece of a picture so that you can then go and make decisions on what you need to do next week or the coming week or the coming day, whatever. So that was the, the other goal. The other one was to drink my hundred ounces of water. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see my, this I don't have a Stanley. This is my Bubba and I love my Bubba so much. Um, this thing stays cold for like over a day. It's amazing. I always have my water. Okay. I'm always filling it. I always have it with me. I will be honest that I was not consciously sitting there and measuring 100 ounces, right? But I know that I refill that thing multiple times a day. I'm not always refilling it from an empty cup, meaning there's usually a little bit in there, the ice has melted. So is it exactly 100 ounces? I don't know. But I know that I am constantly hydrating. I will do a better job this week of being more aware Um, so that I can track that a little bit better, but that's going to be my goal again is track seven days a week, Monday through Sunday, stay under 50 points a day, at least for now, we're going to, we're going to continue to tweak that and get it down, um, and drink a hundred ounces of water a day. Say that's what three. And then my other goal again, last week was to walk minimum 15 minutes a day. I am not counting you know, walking around the house or walking to and from somewhere or going in a parking lot. This is intentional. I am going out for a walk. I am so focused for that 15 minutes on this. It's not cleaning the house. It's not all of that stuff is a bonus. Okay. so I definitely did not stick with this um, at all. And I was doing some thought work around it and realizing I think I shared this with you guys a little bit last week, but just like the guilt (laughs) that I feel if I go for a walk by myself and not with my, like, I always feel like I need to take the dog and I need to take the kids and we all need to go out together and enjoy the weather and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I can do that. Okay. We can save that for the afternoons, So I can get my kids outside, they need exercise, they need activity, they need sunshine, they need play, okay, so does Chewy. But what if I took that time in the morning while I'm working, or before I really start my work day, and I just knock that walk out? It gives me, because a lot of times when I take all of them, for those of you that are mothers, you get this, love them, but it's not relaxing, right? We're hypervigilant. We're trying to watch this one make, you know, there's kidnappers lurking around trees. There's, you know, cars speeding down the road at hundred miles an hour. Like that's how it's all in our brain when we're walking with our kids. And it's not relaxing to me at all when it's just me. So what worked for me the prior week was going by myself intentionally going by myself, throwing on a podcast, throwing on something, I create so much room for creativity as well when I give myself the space. There is no creativity happening in hypervigilant mom mode. It's just not, okay? I shouldn't feel guilty, and neither should you, about spending time on yourself. We just shouldn't. Because Lord knows we give everybody else So much of us, so much of our time, so much of our energy. I mean, my life revolves around these people. So I'm going to give myself that time so that I can also be a better version of me for them. Okay, I know we hear that all the time. It's all cliche, but it's true. And we don't do it all the time. So I will walk 15 minutes a day by myself. If I take them out any other point in the day, bonus. We love it. We're here for it. So we have track seven days a week, Monday through Sunday. We have stay under fifty points a day. We have um, walk fifteen minutes a day. That's four goals, and I'm gonna stick with those. And it requires it requires a daily check in. It requires you tuning in with yourself. You you have to either whether it's you logging in in the morning and writing down your goals again, looking at them, you have to have them in your face every single day. You cannot check in with yourself on Monday and then Sunday night go, oh shit, I didn't get what I needed to get. It doesn't work that way. It has to be in your face every single day. And again, it definitely goes back to whether you're in the zone, checked in with yourself, or you're checked out with yourself, the time that you have is going to pass the same. It's going to pass. And the weeks, the months, the years are going to just roll. And so you need to have a, like a heart to heart with yourself and decide how am I choosing to spend my time? Do I want to wake up a year from now and still feel miserable? Do I want to wake up a year from now and still have, you know, trouble breathing when I go up and down the steps? Do I want to wake up a year from now and feel the extra gut laying on my legs? Do I want to wake up a year from now and not want to look at myself in the mirror? Do I want to wake up a year from now and run past the mirror as I take a shower because God forbid I look at my naked body? Do I want to wake up a year from now and feel sluggish and tired and swollen and gross when I try to go outside for a walk? The only way to get rid of that feeling when you go out for a walk is to start walking. The only way that feeling is going to subside is to keep going every single day. And eventually the pain will subside. The bloated feeling, the swollen feeling goes away. Like I can just remember, I don't really wear hats that much lately, but like putting on my hat like to work out and it would be tight. My hat? Like, I'm sorry, does my head even get fat? Like, what is this? And as the weeks go by and the weight goes down, the hat got bigger, right? And it's like, sometimes when we put our shoes on, We put our running shoes on and they're tight and our feet feel fat and they feel like they're falling over the edge of the shoes. Y'all feel me, you know, and everything is jiggling and wiggling as we're moving and it just feels gross. It feels uncomfortable and it feels gross and it feels like you're going to die in the first five minutes of just walking, okay? Your first instinct is to say, F this, I'm done. I don't want to do this because I don't want to feel this. I don't, because when you finally start to take control of your life, when you finally decide to step into your power to become the better version of you, it's going to be uncomfortable. Because you're not, because the thing is, you're here, you're in that miserable wet blanket phase, and you wanna be in your irresistible you phase, and you're not there yet. There's a gap that you have to fill to get from here to there. And that space, that time, you're going to feel miserable. You're going to feel gross. You're going to feel slow. You're gonna feel your fatness. You have to feel your fatness in order to get where you want in your weight journey. And continuing to avoid feeling the fatness is only going to get you more fat. It's only going to get you more depressed. It's only going to get you more buried under that wet blanket. And it's only going to make it harder then to get out from under where you are. So you have to be willing to feel the misery, feel the fatness. And that's the the metaphor that I use with you guys all the time about the wet blanket. You have to get uncomfortable for a while. Because whether you decide to do that or you stand under your wet blanket, you, the time is passing. The time is passing no matter what you decide you're going to do, right? So how do you choose to spend your time? How do you choose to feel? Okay. And when you finally get on this journey, I think using the walking is a great example when you've been sitting on your ass for so long that when you go to put all your shoes on and your workout clothes, everything's tight. Even your hat is tight. When you choose to do that, you're coming face to face with your decisions, meaning you are now having to experience the results of your decisions of overeating. And it's why you avoid taking care of yourself in the first place. It's why you avoid doing the actions that you're supposed to do because you, God forbid, you have to feel the fatness of the wet blanket. You know, it's why you avoid cutting back on things because, God forbid, you have to sit there and feel your feelings. You have to handle something without a box of lint chocolate. Right. Like, like, you know, um, and in order to become the version of you, you want to become, you have to be willing to feel these things. You have to be willing to feel how hard it is right now because it won't become easy. It won't become a second nature thing. It won't become just part of your lifestyle if you're not willing to feel the hardness of it now. And if you've been sitting on your ass for I don't know how long, probably years, not moving your body, not exercising, not putting activity as part of your core principles in your life, it's going to feel miserable. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be hard. Getting up and walking from one end of the street to the other is probably not easy for you right now. But if you keep doing it if you keep staying consistent, if you stop telling yourself the bullshit stories that walking five minutes a day isn't gonna do anything, when you stay consistent like that and you stop the bullshit, you're gonna see results. Are you gonna see them today? Hail no. Are you gonna see them next week? Hail to the no. Are you gonna see them in two weeks? Yeah, maybe. Maybe a little bit. A little bit. But you won't know that until you try and you won't know that until you try consistently. It's all about consistency, all consistency. If you're sitting there telling yourself five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day isn't shit. Okay. Well, what you doing now? It's better than what you're doing now, which is nothing. And either way, whether you spend that five minutes outside, going for a walk, or you spend that five minutes catching up on Instagram, the five minutes is the five minutes. How are you choosing to use it? And you don't even have to get outside. You can do laps around your house. You can sit there and walk in place in your living room. There is always a way. And let me tell you, when you're an emotional eater, you best believe you are very good at getting your way. You are very good at getting whatever it is that you want to get when you want to get it in the moment. It's that fat girl entitlement. I deserve it. I I, I had a bad day. I deserve to eat. I deserve to sit on my ass and watch, you know, 5,000 shows in a row. I deserve to take a break. I deserve, I deserve, I deserve, I deserve. Well, how about you deserve to have better? How about you deserve to live in a body that makes you feel good about yourself? How about you deserve to live in a body that allows you to live your life and not just exist in your life. You deserve those things too. How about we start acting entitled about the good things that we deserve? How about we start acting entitled about eating things that are gonna make us feel better? How about we start getting entitled about moving our bodies so that we can keep up with our kids, so that we can get up and down the stairs, so that we don't have lower back pain? How about we start doing those things so we can feel entitled to a good life? We can feel entitled to being irresistible. We can feel entitled to becoming who we know we're supposed to be. That's the kind of shit you need to be entitled about. You need to stop being entitled about cupcakes. For God's sakes. You need to stop being entitled about, you know, bags of candy. What the What is that doing for you? <laughs> What is that doing for you? And when in your life has sitting there eating a bag of candy or a six pack of cupcakes or whatever your vice is, when in your life has that solved the problem? Because I bet you this is what happened. You ate the food, you binged the food so that you could zone out, so that you could not deal with whatever it was that was happening to you. And that took it away I don't know. How long does it take you to eat? A couple minutes, five minutes, less than 30 minutes, whatever it is. And then the food is gone. And then you feel sad. You feel sad because the food is gone and you feel sad because the problem is still the problem. And now you have layered on top of the problem, the guilt and the shame, the inner fat bitch begins her her shit talking about how you you ate this and you're disgusting and look at you, you fat ass bitch and blah, blah, blah. Like you're adding on to a problem that's already there. So when in your life has the food solved anything? It hasn't. And it never will. But you know what will solve your life? You know what will solve your problems? Learning how to talk to yourself better. Learning how to think about yourself better. Uh, building up your stamina and your momentum to be able to walk and run and do activity uh, without you know huffing and puffing and sitting on the sidelines. That will make your life better. What will make your life better is initiating things with your family and your friends and your kids and wanting to go out and do things, wanting to feel more adventurous in your life. That will always make your life better. A cupcake isn't doing shit for you but making you feel worse. Getting outside, opening your eyes, and finally like not zombie walking through your life and realizing and noticing nature and the sounds and the smells and the things around you, and like tuning in to what's really going on, that's gonna make your life better, 100%. You will never fail when you try to do that. And that's why I say you will never fail If you are constantly working on yourself and trying. If you, even if you get on the scale next week and you gain weight, you didn't fail because you're still here and you're still in the game. Okay. You gained weight. Cool. Now, what are you going to do differently this coming week? It's a data point. It is not an indication of you being a good or bad person. It is not an indication of your worth. It does not take away from all of the things in your life that you have accomplished because you put on 10 pounds. So what? It happened. It's done. What's done is done is done. So figure it out. Come up with a plan and move your ass forward, period. That's it. That's it. That's it. You get to decide how your time is spent. Oh, my life is so hard and I have all these things on my calendar. Okay, join the club, okay? Join the club here with the rest of us. You cannot change some of your circumstances, okay? However, how you use your time to better yourself and what goes in your mouth and how you move your body, that's on you. That is on you, 100%. You know, life is moving, y'all. It's moving. It's moving. Like, my daughter... Is graduating kindergarten this year and I can't even wrap my head around that and it's kindergarten you know and I think yeah but in like just a smidge over 10 more years we won't be sitting here talking about kindergarten graduation we're gonna be sitting here talking about high school and sending her off to college like you guys like three four years after that it's my son and it's like The time is flying. And if we don't stop and we can't slow time down, okay? But if we don't stop every day and have these check ins and practice gratitude and see what's really going on around us, and it can be so hard to do that because we get so caught up in the bills, the job, the responsibilities, the activities for the kids the appointments, the vet, the this, the that, the da 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 Every week there's something, isn't it? Like every week there's something. Even if it's something small, minor, or major, there's always something. You know, last week my daughter went to hug me, like jumped on top of me to hug me, and she broke her glasses. Not a big deal, but it's one more thing that now has been added to the list. Do you see what I'm saying? And accepting that And the week before that, or I don't know how many weeks ago it was, before that it was a damn dishwasher. And then it was the, I don't know, there's something every week that's going to come up. It can be very hard in that moment to be grateful when it feels like, Jesus, here we go, one more thing that I have to now put on my list and take care of and you know, distract me from what I really want to do. But when you really bring it back into perspective that's how you're going to get through it. Okay. And just accepting that something's going to break every single week. Something's going to need to be repaired. Something is going to need to be fixed. You know, it's just, it is what it is. You know, y'all that tuned in last week, if you want to go back and listen, if you haven't, it was, you know, the kids were sick. Javi's not sleeping. Cat was homesick. That wasn't planned, but thank God my kids are happy and healthy. And it was just a little cold and they're over it, and they're fine, and they're here. Put shit in perspective. Start using your time. If not now, when? That is a question that I live by. If not now, when? When the hell are you going to get your shit together? You know, I'm 41. I'm going to be 42 in July, and I was laughing the other day because sometimes I feel like I'm just now getting my shit together in certain areas. Like... No one teaches you adulting. No one teaches you all these little things you need to know to be an adult, you know, when it comes to life insurance and wills and home planning and saving money and all these things that we need to know how to do. Why aren't we learning those things in school? Because, you know, statistics, geometry. Yeah, that that has really just come in handy. Let me tell you. I can't even help my kids with that shit like because I don't remember it. It's not relevant for me. I'm not an engineer. I don't need to know those things. What I needed to know was how to manage my emotions. What I needed to know was that, you know, there's other ways to cope with hard times other than food. Those would be some good life skills, don't you think? So, The time is going to pass. Do you want to spend your time living under your wet, heavy blanket of misery or do you want to rip the blanket off and start becoming irresistible you? Which one? And some days it's really hard and it's going to be hard and just accepting that. Like I told you guys last week, I already knew Monday was going to be a shit show because no one slept. I had been up since four o'clock in the morning with kids and I also knew I didn't want to order food out because I'm trying to cut back on that for, you know, caloric reasons and financial reasons. I'm really trying to cut back. And so my plan that I've set up is to have certain things in the house that are easy and quick for me to make, but are still kind of a little bit like comfort food. So we had and I told you what I, I and I I did what I said I was going to do. And we had the frozen boneless buffalo wings. We cooked fries in the air fryer and it was delicious and it was great and it was easy and it was done. And my bank account looked the same the next day. That was even better. <laughs> um, that was even better. And the points were way less than they would be if I ordered that shit somewhere else. So the time is passing. How are you going to spend it? That is my lesson for you this week. Think about as the week begins, what goals do you want to achieve and make it easy, simple and small three, no more than four, no more than five, five is like really pushing it. I want you to focus on three goals at the most. One goal is enough. So what is your one to three goals that you want to focus on this week? And have a plan to check in every single day because what will happen is all of a sudden it's going to be next week. You're going to be listening to this podcast and going, oh my God, I forgot. Or I really meant to do those things, but I just didn't. And this is why I come on here with my rawness and my honesty. And I tell you guys, like I set goals last week. Did I nail them a hundred percent? Hell no. But I nailed them about 75, 70, 75%. And guess what? that still got me results, still got me results. And now I can take that information because I told you I wasn't 100% happy with how I followed through, but now I know we gotta keep working on our follow through because it's not gonna happen in one week. It's not gonna happen in one week just because we said we're gonna get better at this. You get better at this and you are able to follow through and do those things the more you do it. You have to put the time in. But I still, like, have, it, it, oh, I'm going to get tongue-tied here. <laughs> Follow through with yourself and check in with yourself every day. And even if you didn't nail it 100%, you at least are better than where you were a week ago when you weren't doing anything about it. And, Yeah. I get on a rant because I have so much to say and so much to get out. And I always know when the podcast is over, when I feel like I can't say anything else about this topic. And that's kind of where I'm at. I think that's all I can say today about this. So if you have not yet, you guys make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast in any podcast player of your choice and in those podcast apps, there is a way. It's going to be different in each app, but there is a way for you to go in the settings and get notified every single time an episode goes live. If you're on my email list, you will also get email notifications when there is a new episode. I also send emails about other things as well. If you watch on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe to my channel so that you do get notified of new Episodes. I do put these on YouTube as well. 90% of the time now going forward, they are me on camera. Last week was an exception, but pretty much the whole year I've been putting myself on video. So if you want to watch instead of just listen, you can do that too. We love that. And if you love the podcast, if it has been helpful for you, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go into your podcast player. I know for sure Apple podcast does this. If you go into Apple podcast, which according to my stats, the majority of you, that is where you listen, go and leave a rating and review. That is the number one way you can help support the podcast so that we can keep this thing going. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening until the next one. Stay irresistible. Bye guys.